As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Ryan Forland. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here this wonderful Sunday afternoon. We're going to talk about your wonderful book, Ditch the Act, and um, we're going to talk about the power of authenticity, which your book goes deeply into. And what does that really mean? This this word gets thrown about all over the place. What does it really mean? We're going to also talk about building that human connection through platforms like the one we're on right now, Zoom. It's become so prevalent, used in business and just personal connection all through the COVID thing. People had to connect and it was done through platforms like Zoom. So how do we keep that going? Welcome to the show. Well, ahoy, it's great to be here. It's a, it's a good day to spend a Sunday. I know. Ahoy, where are they? I love that. I, I <laughs> Are you a seaman uh, on the side? Yeah, I, I love to sail. If I'm not speaking, I'm likely on a boat. It's now lobster season. So I was just uh, out in Catalina Island last weekend hunting for some lobsters. And I really feel that we are so connected, as we're going to discuss today. Yeah. For me to get out in nature is the way to disconnect. And when you're on a boat and everything's moving the whole time and there's a little bit of excitement, you have to be mindful. There's a little danger. Yeah, there's a lot of sun. There's there's all of those elements. I think when I'm in those core elements, I'm in my element. And the words that we choose to use are a reflection of how people will get to know us. And so Mm -hmm. we often underestimate the power of one single word. And I choose my first word to be ahoy. And it sparked a question. And now we're talking about something that I love to talk about. And so just a little quick 
snippet for everybody, evaluate mm -hmm. the first word you say. Is it mm -hmm. howdy? Is it hi? Is it hello? Is it hey? Is it yo? Is it what's up? And it's like, we have all these opportunities for people to learn a little bit about us. And that first word is something. So yeah, you've already learned a lot about me. <laughs> wow. You know, I love that my husband would totally get a thrill out of this because he loves the power of words and understanding the basic etymology, I think is the word etymology the the I won't I won't words. question it because I'm not sure so I'll say yeah. yes yeah okay <laughs> Et oh etymology yeah, yeah etymology, etymology yes boom yes he's like what is the original um power of this word what does it really mean because they'll say to me okay people might use that word to mean this today as a slang but what is its original intent and meaning because there's something behind that words yeah. do have power and so i love that you share that i mean because there is so much to what you love now what can people know like they're not even aware of the words that come out of their mouth how do they get to get in contact of what they're all about and to use the proper words to get themselves understood with the world out there so great question and it's really the the first question in learning how to build an authentic personal brand mm -hmm. specifically you have to be aware and listen to the words that you're using because typically we don't think about that and then secondly you have to really spend a little bit of time thinking about what you want to be known for and mm -hmm. I, I think everybody's smart and they all have talents and, and everybody is, I, I guess, kind of this just go-getter in general now where if you need to learn how to do something, you just go online and you, you can Google it. You can watch YouTubes. That's how I work on my boat. Like nothing is intimidating anymore because they can always YouTube it. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that we don't really take the time to focus on that first step. And that first step is something that happens offline. It's something like, do I really want to work on this engine or not? Or do I really want to be known as this or not? Or what characteristics do I want to highlight when I'm speaking with somebody? And that even goes for different situations. So a lot of people, if they're trying to build their own brand or even just be authentic and get people to, to get to know them or build their reputation, they do the right things in the wrong order. Ooh. And it's nothing bad. But if you don't take that first step, which is the, the first correct step, which is to look inward and say like, how do I want to be known? <clears throat> how do I want people to describe me when I'm not there? What of my hobbies do I want people to, to learn about? Um, what, what is that that I want to be known for? And so for me, I love being on the water. I love sailing. <clears throat> when I'm scrolling through Instagram, I'm usually scrolling through Instagram sailing photos and, and underwater mm -hmm. adventures and things like that. And so I made the conscious choice to be okay with knowing as somebody who's a speaker, who's an author, who's a ginger, who's a sailor. And so far I've already talked about my freckles, talked about my book. I'm here speak like, so like you actually have a lot more control than you think, mm. but you just have to think about it first. Ooh, this is so fascinating. Uh, you know, it's been funny. I love beauty and humor because I find nothing bridges the gap from difficult situations with even any situation and connecting with people using humor. So often I sign off with a little funny meme that brings humor, but also beauty. I love it to be beautiful. And so people was like, oh, I love seeing your memes come through all the time. And I never even thought of it. I'm like, well, I just like, I like humor. And so, yeah. I, but I'm not a good joke teller. So <laughs> now, now that right there was ditching the act. And here's, mm. here's, here's the magic as we unwind this, right? We were actually talking about the book right now. Yeah. You were being vulnerable and honest and 
expose the fact that you're not a good joke teller, but you, you like humor and you like to laugh. And so it would be easier for you to not tell people that. But guess what? I would say the majority of people that you talk to are not good joke tellers. And so you can actually bond with them on that. And so this is an example of how we really, I, I can't say we, because I can't speak for everybody, but in my own experience, it seems like I've, I've lived my life to where I feel like I have to showcase success or I bring literally my grandma would give me money for A's that I would bring home. And it's just like, every, you know, you don't, you don't share that you got a B. You don't share that you got a C. You definitely don't share if you got an F. So just culturally, I think, and again, in my own situation, I really believed in showing the success and not showing the weakness. And my dad's a man's man. And like, you know, we we're, we're tough. We're, we're this kind of stuff. And so that machismo or that like, not, not, it's not that we're not being honest. We're just, we're, we're not sharing the stuff that we don't want you to know. Yeah. And I think that the more we become comfortable with these little things, like mm. it's not a big deal to admit that you're not a good joke teller, mm -hmm. but what'll actually happen is you'll connect with people who also don't tell jokes. Well, it'll also give you a chance to get better at joke telling because you've admitted it. And now you can go YouTube it. Now you can work on it. Now this is something that's part of you. So I just, I love the fact that you just ditched the act right there. And sometimes we do it, we don't know it, but when you become more conscious of it, you can use it to connect with people. We're here in our little boxes, yeah. but, but we're having like sort of idle side talk before we start and yeah. we check in a little bit, all those moments before the show starts, before the curtain opens, mm. it's like you're backstage and you're just, you're able to, to get to know people. That's it. At the end of the yeah. day, when yeah. you did the act, you help people get to know who you are. And if they like you now, granted, not everybody has to like you, right? I've got high energy and sometimes that puts people off, uh -huh. but if they get to know you and they decide that they like you, that sets a foundation for trust. And that's how relationships are built. That's how friendships are built. That's how really truly entrepreneurship works. That's how mentorship works. Do you notice the ships here that we're building? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. More ships. <laughs> Bringing it back to the ships. Yeah. We're, <laughs> it's all about building ships, relationships, mm. friendships, mentorship. Okay. It all has to do with your experience and your expertise. And so when you share your experience, especially the stuff that doesn't go right, mm. then people actually will start to see you as an expert. Mm. But if you just showcase all of your expertise with no backing of where that goes, people are going to look at you sideways like, you, you're, wait, what? Yeah. How, how you, so it's uh, wow. yeah. You know, you mentioned something very interesting. I heard a very good podcast by um, a, fe uh, a fitness expert, and he had talked about all his wins. Now he was talking about the wins because he's been doing this for forty years about the people he's trained to go on the competition. So he said, "I've uh, won over nine hundred championships," and what he meant was through the people he's trained, not necessarily him. But it was interesting because right. he only noted his successes in the way of nine hundred champions. I saw on his string on YouTube going, oh, yeah, sure, 900. I've been doing this for whatever amount of years. That's absurd. And then I thought to myself, that's not what he meant. I mean, that's not how I took it. But people saw it as he was a fraud because he was only mentioning my wins, not yes. where did I, how did I get to my ultimate success, where no one stops right at the top here. There was a, a period of challenge before they got to the top. Yeah, your experience. And so sometimes yeah. I'll ask people, uh, especially on stage or a group of students. And I'll say, what is more important, mm -hmm. your experience or your expertise? And I'll sort of add it, like add a little emphasis on expertise just to kind of like even 
reinforce that like that's maybe the right answer and so how many people think experience and a few hands how many people think your expertise and everybody puts their hand up and it's like no i don't agree with that <laughs> because you have to have the experience mm -hmm. to get the expertise and the thing about experience is that you get it just after you need it mm, you can't get it you can't get it without going through it like you can't you, experience mm is really when things don't go right. If, if all you're doing is succeeding, you're not really growing. Yes. Um, and I really do find if we're bringing this back to the book, what does it mean to ditch the act? When we share the defeats along the way and the training mm -hmm. and the blood and guts and sweat and tears and good and bad and, and ugly to get to those 900 wins, mm -hmm. it allows people to see themselves in our story. So I don't think people care as much about your story of success. And in fact, if you do it, it will push people away because they feel like they're not like you. But if you can help people see themselves in your story, then they can relate to you. They can see how like we are similar. And so wow. by being humble, mm -hmm. by sharing the ups and the downs, mm -hmm. it allows you to help people see themselves more like you, as opposed wow. to you on this other level or Platform. something like that. Yeah. yeah, this is fascinating, Ryan. Many years ago, I started a blog, 101 Mistakes and What I Learned in Business for myself, because yeah, I, I was yeah. I was trying to learn about myself. So I wrote it with the idea that no one's ever going to read this, no one's going to care. 20,000 views on every single blog. Now, this is like probably 12 years now, but that ultimately did become a book I wrote just a couple of years ago and, and published. But it was the scariest thing ever when I was actually putting it into print. Now, now I'm going to put it out for the great big world to see because they're mostly uh, my mistakes. Yeah, and they're all like amateur, am, amateur hour, right? But you yeah. have to be involved in amateur hour if you're going to get to the professional level. And I bet if your blog was titled 101 Ways to Work Out Better, yeah. People would, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't even worry about it because Flip. like, uh, I want to know the mistakes so I can get through that and, and get my cadence of failing faster so that I can get better. Yeah, exactly. And and what was this? Um, I used to read this article called, oh God, there was this article in the Flying Magazine where their pilots would share their biggest mistakes that almost got them to crash or have big, what's it called? What I learned from that. And uh, I loved reading those because you're like, oh my gosh, never want to do that. And and people yeah. really enjoy that because they're like, it's really meant for pilots or student pilots or enthusiasts, but you never want to go through that. So by people sharing what they've gone through, you're like, I'm not going to do that. Mm -mm. And imagine, <laughs> imagine if training manuals and imagine if, if, if the, the institution, whatever it is, it's training, what if they never shared what went wrong? And what if they just tell you what to do? it really sets up like a, a house of cards because yeah. people are human and we make mistakes. I literally was getting some leftover spaghetti for, for lunch just before this and big long spaghetti loop up and then it dropped and it went splat and I had a shirt and just like, just got attacked like with all of this red <laughs> spaghetti sauce. And I was like, oh, damn. But yeah. Like, we all spill spaghetti sauce on ourselves. And by yeah. sharing that story, you might think of the last time that you spilled it on something. You're like, dude, this yeah. guy spills the stuff on us. So it's it's these little things. Mm -hmm. the, the book is about how to do this artfully. Mm. I will say there is a way to overshare. Mm. There is a way to uh, emotionally throw up on somebody and turn people away. There is a way of, of actually pushing people to a spot where they don't want to be around you because you are just, you're not ditching the act. You're just like, emotionally yeah. 
Yeah, well, and, I mean, let's talk about social media doing that. I mean, yeah. I find, especially Facebook, I mean, I, I've had fun on Facebook, met past family members I haven't seen forever and friends and kept in contact with what's going on in their lives. But there are some things on these social media sites that, oh, I didn't need to know that. I really yeah. didn't. TMI. Yeah. <laughs> and so what what um, what I believe the trick is, is to, to start small. Like you shared that you're not a good joke teller. I, I came back with something about spelling spaghetti on myself. Um, you know, that's like a level one. Mm -hmm. Level two is where you're disclosing things, challenges with other people, maybe challenges in a relationship or challenges with a coworker. Level three is more like bigger, bigger things that you're afraid of. And level four, are like divorce or, or, or just maybe, maybe you got in trouble with a law or like these things that you're really, really afraid of. And so if with your community and the following that you're building, you're sharing these little things and like, oh, they're human. Oh, that's just like me. I have those same kind of problems. Oh, damn, that happened to you too? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, that happened to you? Man, I can see how that was pretty life-changing. And wow, that's, that's where your experience came from. I get it now. Now I see why you're able to speak on that kind of stuff. So it's just like, it's this building, mm -hmm. right? It's, and it's, you're always able to do little, little ones, maybe yeah. a couple little twos, but when you get those threes and fours out there into the world, you really only need to get them out there so that they're out there. Yeah. And then, and then you have them, you're getting in front of them and I'll share what is, it's sad and it's ironic. Um, the, the gentleman that I wrote this book with, I was good friends with, I was business partners with, we had, we had a lot of good times. But he got to a point after the book was published to where he went to the extreme side of sharing too much, sharing too often. And mm. it was it was to a point where it pushed me away. Mm. So a past friend, a past business partner, whoever it is that you have relationships with, like at any given point, like you cannot get along. Mm. And for me, the root of that was he fundamentally went against the things that we talked about in the book. And so it's like, how can you say this and then do this mm. and so it was it was a really trying period but it was something that helped made me made me that much stronger in in understanding what was right for me in the relationships and so the reason i'm telling you this is that sometimes the hardest decisions you have to make and and, and cutting people out of your life or moving on or, or mm. just moving in a different direction or career change whatever it is going through that and being able to share why that happened Mm -hmm. is a huge part of your experience, which becomes your expertise, which becomes part of who you are, which is something that is life. And we're all, we're all going up and down. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a fascinating life experiment to constantly try to open up in little ways so that you can better connect with people. Well, and not everyone's meant to be there for all seasons. Uh, there's a yes. time where oh, I like that. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, okay, we've, we've done our best together and now it's time to go apart, not in anger or any malice, but you know, yeah. wish you all the best now when is when is it too much to share how do you know yourself when maybe you've reached the point of oh you've gone too far and share too much i believe it's when things are extreme mm -hmm. so it could be extreme drugs extreme sex extreme violence extreme uh you know things that are maybe taboo extreme it just that extreme level mm -hmm. and i think that extreme is defined differently for different people. Yeah. And so something that you see on Facebook, you might be like, wow, that's too much information. Somebody else might be like, Ooh, I want to, I want to look at this or whatever. <laughs> and so this goes back to one of the first things that we discussed, which is mm. the importance of knowing yourself. Mm. And so this is different for everybody. 
Like, I don't like scary movies. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not into paying money to have people frighten me. Okay. Like, that's not what I'm into. <laughs> so like, I like, that's not on my radar, but it, people love that. And that's totally cool. Mm -hmm. So I know for myself what the extreme things are that I don't want to be around that I it's toxic for me. And that's my own personal choice as a result of my life experience. So I think the answer to your question, how do you know when it's too extreme for yourself? Mm. You'll know if you yeah. really know what, like what you stand for, what your values are, mm. what your morals are, what your yeah. ethics are, like, like what, what does mm. being here in this world mean to you? And so if you are really like, ah, this is an extreme element, then maybe it's best to talk with a friend about it or with a counselor about it mm. or with your parents or with your loved one. Mm. And not everything has to be online. Yeah. Like, True. like I'm a big fan of therapy. I'm a big fan of talking things out, but like when you're, when you're sharing in real time, like emotional things or extreme things in real time, it's not fair to the audience Yeah. because you haven't fully processed them. Yeah. You haven't fully reflected your, so I always encourage people, if you're going to share something that's like a level two, three or four, like think about it, sleep on it, maybe mm. talk to some friends about it. And then when you share, the best thing to do is share. I really had this difficult challenge where I went through this and here's where I am now. Here's how I'm coping with it. Here's where I'm getting through it. So if you share it also with the fact that like you're working on a solution, mm. then people don't freak out. They won't sort of jump to, to, to call the cops. They won't jump yeah. to think that you're unsafe. And so I think that that is where the extreme can be dangerous. Um, yeah. And if you're if you're really challenged or if you're feeling suicidal, that's something you need to talk with a professional about. You don't go shout it out online to sort of mm -hmm. like get attention and and hope that somebody will call something for you. Now, yeah. again, if it, you're at that point, you might not be thinking correctly, you know? Exactly. Um, and, and you know, this reminds me of many years ago, uh, a boss telling me, you're angry, don't type that email. You know, that maybe you type it, and, and this is a dangerous thing I learned, the hard way is say you're angry at someone I, I type an email don't put their name in the inbox yet just type it out and put it in your draft yes. Yes. and leave it there because the mistake I made many years ago is I was very angry at a business partner and I was writing this very very angry but I put her in the two section but I wasn't going to email it out I was just going to type it out everything I felt yeah and then accidentally I sent yeah Oh gosh. Oh, <laughs> oh, it was a horrible conversation on that phone, uh, relationship gone. Um, yeah. but you can't take it back. And that's the thing about social media. It's so easy to just press that post boom, it's out there and you can't take it back. If you meant later on, Oh, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, it got mistaken or whatever. Yeah. It's out in Twitterverse. It's out in Facebook. Uh, and you can't take it back. And, and I remember what you, you yeah. right there, that's an example of ditching the act. Yeah. You didn't get too into the anger part. You didn't get into too deep. So like you even yeah. acted out with a little rah, rah, rah. <laughs> but then you learned that. And I now have that piece of your experience, which adds to my expertise to where I agree with you, but I'd never like thought of removing the name. Like that, that's a really good move. <laughs> well, I learned the really hard way. Don't put their name in there. Right, but see, you learned the hard way. And I learned the easier way through you going through that. And if you yeah. never went through that, you wouldn't be able to share it and somebody else would make that same mistake. And if they didn't share it, then somebody else would make that mistake. And yeah. so it's like, it's just to this collective, we can all support each other by just sharing what doesn't work. Yes. I, I'll have a, just a, another analogy here. This is something that I'm pulling a thread on. 
Are you into blockchain, metaverse, crypto, Web3, anything like that? I'm not, I'm not very familiar with all of it, actually. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm very excited about the space and excited about mm -hmm. um, learning how it all works and applying the technology. And I'm a stick figure artist, so I've got stick figure NFTs and I've, I've got these mini books that I've written. I want to launch with those NFTs and all this stuff. But when you're in this space, mm -hmm. it seems like everybody who is in the space, they're talking about like that they're total pros at it, that they totally understand it, that they totally mm -hmm. know the technology that like and all this new stuff is coming out. And what I'm doing in the space is saying like, hey, I really don't understand this. Can somebody help me with that? I really can't figure this out. Um, what is this thing over here? Mm -hmm. And I'm finding that by ditching the act and by being honest and saying, I'm really excited about this space, but I'm really lost here. I really don't know what's happening here. By showing up and sharing what you don't know, mm -hmm. it allows people to actually help you. And now you like, otherwise, like, yeah, this, this, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh -huh. well, yeah, yeah. But like, I still don't get this. Oh, well here, uh, actually, yeah, I'm not actually sure about how it actually works as well. And so like, all of a sudden, you know, you find out that maybe you don't know that much either. <laughs> well, let's find out together. And so I think in these new spaces where it's easy to sort of like pretend like you know more than you do, yeah. I'm trying to encourage people to show up and share what you don't know yeah. as a form of ditching the act. And then all of a sudden people actually are like, oh, well, yeah, I, I don't fully understand it either, but here's the podcast I'm listening to. Here's the book that I'm reading. Here's this stuff. And so you can start to grow together. Yeah, and that's a great idea because no one knows everything. And, and and that's the one thing. Everyone put out a piece of what they know, a little piece. Then we put it all together. It's a big puzzle. We all have greater knowledge. Uh, you know what, Ryan? We could go on for hours. I, I love- I know, I told you, we could talk all day. Oh my God, I love this book. Where can everyone get a copy and find out more about you? How could they do that? So for the book, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it in Barnes & Noble. If you want to find me, and if you remember my name, my name is Ryan, Ryan Lyon, because I've got a big, the big mane for those who are just listening, right? My red beard, that's my Good name, visual. Ryan, Good right? So if you want to find me online, you just go to ryan.online. That's it. It's just like instead of a .com, it's a .online. So you can go to ryan.online. You can find out about the book, about me, about my sailing adventures. I've got a sailing podcast called Good Jives for people who are interested in sailing. I've got a world of speakers podcast where I talk with amazing speakers from around the world. And I also have a 313 podcast where I challenge people about their core messaging for their business. And it's a lot of fun, but ryan.online, that's where you can get me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ryan, for sharing your great wisdom today and ditching the act. And we could all be authentic, learn together. Thank you so much for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. For sure. I'm going to go jump in the pool. Have some fun. All right. have, some, have a great day, Ryan. All right. You too. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com.